0: Ladies and gentlemen, please stand up. Your Philadelphia Union on Saturday afternoon in Chester, Pennsylvania, gave us 123 minutes of some pure stressful hell. But at the end of the day, they found a way to move on and punch their ticket to the second round of the MLS Cup playoffs. And look, I understand the whole narrative around soccer in America, I understand. That the MLS may not be as big as it is, but for this city, I truly felt things were starting to change. As I'm driving home, actually driving to my parents, listening to the radio, listening to 97.5 The Fanatic, being able to hear actual union talk on national or on lo- local sports radio. I knew it, man. I knew it. Things changed. Things are absolutely changed. That, and this is what, it is tough as an MLS club to make your imprint in the sports landscape of the town or city that you are in. But the goal that Jakob Gleznis scored on Saturday is a goal that you will always, you'll, you'll never forget. You will absolutely never forget. It's one of those mo- those cherishing moments. You, you can take, take the picture, put it in a frame, hang it up anywhere, and you'll remember it. Absolutely remember So today, we're just going to talk about uh, my money thoughts. Two days later, after that great, miraculous, historical win against the New York Red Bull, our second playoff win in franchise history, we're going to talk about it, man. We're going to talk about some of my thoughts. Uh, we'll, we'll also look ahead of tonight. So tonight, we have Nashville and Orlando going at it. And the winner of that game will be coming to Chester. The play against the Philadelphia Union That's going to be great. Before we move forward, ladies and gentlemen, if you are watching this live on YouTube, make sure you guys hit that like button. It would truly mean the world to me. And make sure you guys do subscribe if you like what you see. We talk Philly sports all the damn time from the Eagles, the Union, the Sixers, the Phillies, the Flyers. We talk it all. So what the hell are you waiting for? Join the family. Subscribe. And, of course, if you're watching this on TikTok, first off, thank you so much. If you guys like Philly sports as well, make sure you guys follow because we also do talk Philly sports all the damn time. Right here on this app as well. Good stuff, guys. Good stuff. All right. Um, look, I, I just want to say this. Obviously, the game was much of an uh, entertaining factor, an entertaining game. I mean, you had uh, you had over 140 minutes of no goals, a lot of back and forth stuff, and this is kind of what I talked about going into the game. That's what you should expect when you got two teams that play very similar styles of soccer. The whole Red Bull style, the high pre- the German high press. Defense-oriented teams, um a lot attacking. This is kind of what you should anticipate. But I will say throughout most of the game, I felt like the Red Bull had more of the better opportunities in this game more than the Philadelphia Union did. Um, I, I'm going to say this right off the bat. I think an issue for the Union continuously has been the fact of the matter is we do not have a number nine that can deliver. We just do not. And Casper has been in a bad form of play. I know he got the goal against NYCFC. Sometimes he knows how to be in the right place at the right times, but he's just not a clinical striker. And that's just the problem. To me, the main issue with the attack on on Saturday night, Saturday afternoon, was the fact that Casper can't create for himself. It, it's definitely an issue. I, I love Casper Schipko. He's a great dude. He's a ball of sunshine. At some point, the union and, and, and Ernst Tanner as well has to realize we got to do better here than this guy. And it's a great story. He came here on free transfer. He was dealing with injuries over in Schalke, Germany. That was great. And now his value is like over $2 million. Fantastic. But we can do better. And, and that, that that Cabeza stuff, that uh, Alejandro Cabeza rumor from Ecuador, nah, it's not going to happen. If the union want to be serious here, because imagine if you had yourself a striker a new, that that can freaking put the ball in the back of the net, that's worth 2 to $5 million, not Casper Shibilko, we wouldn't have those issues that we had Saturday. We should have won in, in, in regular time. But it remains to be the same issue with the union. It's great defense. We're one of the best defensive teams in the league. But you got to be able to score. The good teams, you know, your Columbus crew, your Seattle Sounders, your Toronto Seas, not anymore. <laughs> they could score the ball. They could score. We have issues with that. And that starts with Kasper Shaboko. It really does start with that. Because I did feel like we were able to move the ball very nicely. But again, in the final third, we just aren't clinical. He had a miss opportunity, he had a couple miss opportunities, in my opinion. That's is still this it's still the same problem. When you're going up against the Thread Bull team, they play the similar style right? They play with a lot of youngsters as well. A lot of those guys they, they I think their average age is around 22 years old. You had a bunch of guys who were energetic, moving up and down the pitch all for all 120 minutes. They had the energy. You had to kind of keep up with that. They they struggled a little bit, but they were able for the most part were able to get the job done. I mean, Red Bull had 11 shots with one of them on target, while the Union had 13 with three of them on target. They did dominate possession, though. They didn't dominate. I guess it depends on how you, how you look at it. But 54% of possession by by the Red Bull, while 46% of possession by the Union. Now, the Union don't really like to play with possession. You know how we like to play. We like to get the ball. We like to turn the ball over from you and then go on the counterattack. Really been a lot late, and obviously the Union are trying to conserve energy. They don't have the same youth that the Red Bull have. But at some at some time, you gotta be able to get the possession and score a goal from it. It's and it's it's been a problem. It's definitely been a problem. Now look, let's talk about Jakob's goal. We talked about the significance and the importance of it when you're talking about trying to build a franchise. You're trying to build a club. You have young, your your history is very young. The goal was just absolutely spectacular. To be able to handle the ball with your chest, take the step back. And then hit the ball perfectly enough that it goes into the net. Now, Carlos Coronel really couldn't do much there. It says it all, man. It just flat out says it all. And, of course, the celebration was spectacular. Shouts out to everyone that that was had liked the video on Twitter or on TikTok. That was that was absolutely great. A couple dudes were sending me pictures. Of, uh, I guess the uni took a picture from the other end, from the Section 114, 115 area, um, of everyone just crowding around sun, the Sons of Ben's side of, of of Subaru Park. You see Jim Curtin running down there. And then, of course, you see me at the top <laughs> of 139 with my phone. I'm just freaking ecstatic. I couldn't believe what I saw. It was it was just a moment of my life that I, I just I couldn't believe it. I just flat out couldn't believe it the way we won. It was a hard-fought match. I really do want to give credit to the Red Bull because I do think that they showed up to play. I think they they gave it their all for 120 minutes, and that's a tough team. Like they those guys on the final month of the season turned it up after all the criticism they've dealt with from the fans, from the the national media. For them to put that aside and just play their ball, trust each other, they are they're going to be a good team going forward. They got some good young talent. Obviously, they lose Cade and Clark, which. Dude, Caden Clark, man, I don't know what he's going to look like in Leipzig, but man, lacks like he he, he lacks like that gumption, that that willpower. He's talented as hell, but I don't know if he has what it takes to be a star, to be like a Brendan Aronson. Like what, what you're seeing of Brendan Aronson doing in Europe is really crazy, and I don't know if Caden Clark has that in him. And Caden's going right to the Bundesliga. He's not going to the Austrian Bundesliga. He's going right to Bundesliga, so it's going to be tough on him, but man oh man was uh was was that great but man when you don't have a lot of offense in this game that's kind of what you're you're gonna see happen here um but man oh man that was that was a that was a great great game now for the union great win we obviously have a lot to work on um and i'm listen after that celebration i'm sure they all you know realize that you gotta watch this you gotta watch the tape you realize those moments that you had those opportunities you had to score a goal um and you just flat out did it now we did not have Jamiro Montero or Olivier Bizo due to AFCON um, qualifications. They got done a little later, so they weren't ready to play in this game against the Red Bull. And so that meant you had to put in Paxton Aronson and um, and uh, Alvis Powell. Alvis Powell had to start as well. Paxton, I thought he did a great job. Uh, I, thought, I thought Paxton got tested, but I thought he did a good job. Um, it's funny because Brendan Aronson's first playoff game was obviously against Red Bull, and Red Bull really tested him physically. Now, he, he was obviously much younger, 19 at that time. Uh, he, he never really—I think physically—that whole season, teams were testing. Him. That's how they were able to stop him. But he really matured in that game. I think that Paxson kind of went through the same thing. I think he—he he went through a maturation process in this Red Bull game. They were—they were throwing him around. They were shoving him. They were doing everything they could get in his head. But good kudos to Paxton to kind of maintain it. And Ali Bedoya, man, you give Ali some credit. You know, at this age, that we, we keep talking about when is Ali going to be done. I don't want to think about those days. I love Alejandro Bedoya, absolutely great captain. He's the epitome of the Philadelphia Union. I thought he had himself a great game, especially on the attack, especially on the counterattack. My man's running all down the pitch. He's the lead for this team, and it was absolutely great. But, of course, everyone's going to talk about Mr. Jakob Gleznis, man. Gleznis was absolutely spectacular. And it's not even just the goal. It's the defense he, he plays with all, all the freaking time. Uh, Andre Blake, oh my god There's a reason why He's every single year a perennial Goalkeeper of the year The stop that he has, it's absolutely ridiculous He deserves all these accolades Obviously that breakaway by the Red Bull In the second half, that was spectacular To be able to stop that, it was just him And I think it was, it was John Tolkien Or Kamala, I forget who it was uh, But one, I think it was Kamala, one-on-one Be able to make that stop being Having that concentration, winning that battle Absolutely spectacular. Absolutely spectacular. Uh, but of course, next up for the Union, we either, it's a window tonight. So it's either Nashville or it's Orlando. And I'll be honest with you guys, I'm confident whoever we have to face off against. Orlando this whole entire year has gone up and down. I like their attack. I think Nani in his final season the MLS is going to give it his all. He's going to want to go out in this this league with the bang. He's obviously got some sort of affection towards Orlando. But then you got Nashville, and they're going to be down in Nissan Stadium. Nashville plays similar to how the Union play. They're very well organized as far as their defensive structure goes, and that's been the big part of why they've been so good. And then when you got attacking players like Hani Mukatar and uh, Randall Leal, and of course C.J. Sapong is looking like vintage C.J. Sapong. They're a pretty damn good team. I do think that at home... Uh, first playoff game for Nashville. I know those fans are going to get rowdy as hell, especially the way the Titans have been looking like these days. I know they're going to be hyped for some Nashville soccer. And of course they got themselves, they got the um the word that their home opener next year will be against us, the Philadelphia Union. I believe it was May 22nd they said that would be the home opener or something like that. But that, that's, that's definitely exciting for them to get out of Nissan Stadium and actually go into an actual soccer-specific stadium. But... Uh, I'll be I'll be trying to keep an eye on. I do think Nashville will win. I I would rather play Orlando, obviously, um, but it it we'll we'll see what happens. You Guys, let me know who you guys would rather face. But it should be an interesting interesting battle here tonight. And of course, well before before I get to your comments, if you guys have any comments say about this game, this is what I want to say. The MLS is, oh, today was announcing a bunch of dates, um, opening dates for this next season, and all this good stuff. MLS, look, you guys are in the middle of a playoffs. You guys need to capitalize on these playoffs. All right. I won't lie to you. These past couple playoffs, like they don't have that same intrigue. I thought they did a good job of moving playoff games to Thanksgiving. because For some of us, we don't want to watch the Detroit lions getting obliterated again. I hate the Dallas Cowboys and I don't even know what the nighttime game is, but I don't really care to watch it to be honest with you guys. So being able to have an option of watching MLS playoffs on Thanksgiving, spectacular, but you, you guys got to keep marketing it. It doesn't, it doesn't stop. And now you're looking ahead at next year. What does that tell the fans? So Memos has definitely got to do a better job with that. But for sure, man, it's a uh, it's, it's great playoffs here for us, man. What's up, Tommy? What's happening, man? to tardes this to you too, sir. Dude, Tommy, you need to score, especially in the playoffs. This is where one guy can get hot and make a difference. That is 100% right. I really hope that both jamiro montero can come back and uh olivine baza but specifically uh jamiro montero i do think this is going to be his last season with the philadelphia union and i want him to go out with the bang. I, he he wants some silverware i know he does and i want him to go out with the bang. and i'm, sh- and I'm sure he could be that player that could be that difference maker that gets hot jerry my man jerry may 1st may 1st union versus nashville in nashville that should be fun Jared, I know your voice is shot because mine is, and I know you, as the capo, were going hard for 123 minutes. So, my man, shouts to vo- our throats right now that are dying, bro. <laughs> May 1st, thanks, guys. Saints versus Bills. Saints versus Bills. Wait, what about Saints versus Bills? What you guys got to say, TikTok? Uh, let me see here. Eagles, did look good Sunday. Hey, all right. Hey, good, good stuff. TikTok, good stuff. Um, Tyler, what's up? Glad I'm not the only one without a voice after witnessing that Thor's backer, dude. My voice is killing me right now, and specifically to that, and of course to um the Eagles yesterday, man. My my voice is is absolutely shot. Oh, okay, okay. So Saints versus Bills. That's actually not a bad matchup, but I'll I'll, I'll probably at that at that point be looking closer to bed. Uh, I'll, I'll be trying I'll try to watch all the MLS on Thanksgiving games, but man, oh man I'm, I'm I'm excited for uh, i'm I'm excited for uh, the the uh, those those playoff games for sure, man for sure, man. so we'll see what happens. So pretty much next Sunday, five thirty will be the next game here. We're gonna get some bodies back, and Philly, we are on a playoff run. Let's go. uni playoff run. hopefully the Eagles can give us a playoff run as well. It's a good time for Philly sports right now. so keep keep that smile up, guys and keep your head up as well. We're gonna go through. We're gonna go through a ride, and we'll see where it takes us, guys. That's all I guys got for you today. Quick little brief thought of, of uh, what happened on Saturday night for the Philadelphia Union against the New York Red Bull. It's good to beat the Red Bull. All right, it's good to beat the Red Bull. It's good to be NYCFC. Well, maybe we'll see. We'll see either NYCFC or the Revolution in the conference finals. Of course, we gotta get to, to work at hand on what's going on. Lip boy, I see you, brother. What's happening, man? What's going on? All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's gonna do it for me. If you guys are watching this live, make sure you guys hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. And if you're watching this on TikTok, make sure you guys hit that follow button. We talk Philly sports all the time. So make sure you guys are joining on this on this uh, community that we got going on here. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of El Pardo Philly. And we're telling you guys to do ball Talk to you guys soon.